Ruthless Dungeons and Disasters podcast with your hosts, Courtney and Bert. Welcome to episode five. What is this one? Sparkles. Sprinkles and (laughs) sparkles. Yep, it's sparkles now. Sprinkles and murder sprees. Now, you're not talking about sprees of the candy, right? Nope, I'm talking about murder. (laughs) You okay? Yeah, all right. Megabyte really wants to get out. I can hear it through the headphones. It's kind of creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like (laughs) there's more cats. (gasps) A car door. We should probably stop recording. Yeah, we should. (laughs) All right. So what happened? (laughs) Wow, that was great. And then I banged the microphone with my headphone. Great. Yeah. Yeah. We are a professional production. Five stars. Just kidding. Ten stars. We don't have any stars on iTunes yet. Nobody rates us. Wow. Tell all your minions to rate us. Rate us, you losers. <laughs> I'm talking about you, TNT party. Oh, you guys aren't my minions? They're mm. my minions. If they're listening to my beautiful siren voice, they're my minions. Hey, you're getting a phone call. Oh, it's coming through my thing. We're professionals. I feel like we need to start this whole darn thing over. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know what we just talked about. Murder, and then a phone call, and then pizza. Oh. Okay, so what happened? When? With the murder? No, we're not to the murder yet. We're, okay, we're at IHOP. I Set remember the that. Scene. We're at an IHOP with, slash Chuck E. Cheese. With it, how many kids? It's me, Sweet Potato, Butt, Sun, and Moon. That's it. And pancakes. Pancakes is in the stable. Right. So... So that's how many kids? That's four kids. You couldn't handle four kids. Ping died. So it's only four kids. Yeah, but you couldn't handle four kids in an IHOP? In an IHOP slash Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. All by myself? Yeah. You realize that my character's not actually a mom, right? Well, yeah, there's that. Except for now they call me Mom Hara, which is super cute. Um, And the the freaking IHOP kept giving them free, free freaking sprinkles. I was like, Dad, give me some sprinkles. <laughs> they don't need it. So, yeah, so uh, we're in an IHOP. And they are just eating whatever. And I'm counting. And I said, okay, I-, I can do this. I can keep track of four kids. I got this, right? And Tim goes, you can keep track of four kids? And I said, yeah, I can. And he goes, cool. Roll a perception check. So I'm thinking, oh, oh shit, crap. I lost a kid. So I roll a perception kid. And he goes, no, you're fine. All seven kids are at the table. Yeah. Seven. Seven kids. And I said, whoa, whoa. Which kids are at the table? And he goes, sweet potato, moon, butt, sun, that one that won't stop talking, that one who's climbed onto a chandelier and is eating things, and that one who's just gnawing on a plate. And I was like, what? the heck so i was like hey kids uh what's happening and they were like oh hello and i was like who are you (laughs) so the one that wouldn't stop talking is earbender the one that had climbed up on top of something was climber and the one who was gnawing on a plate was shield biter 
and they were dragonborns. Children. Dragon. So, like, two-year-old dragonborn children. And they are, like, the equivalent of, like, six-year-old human children. So, about the same age. Right? And I said, where's, uh, where's your mom? And Earbender said, we don't know. And I said, well, what are you going to do about that? And Earbender said, well, my mom said, if we ever get lost, we should just find another family. <laughs> and I said, In yeah. other ways, <laughs> she said, I don't want you anymore. Go find a new family. Pretty much. If I ever get lost, I should find another family. And I said, you know what? That's what my mom said, too. Guess I got some new kids. <laughs> I was set, man. I was going to take these kids. Whatever. I was all for it. And uh, so I said, come on, guys. We're going to. We're going to kind of finish up here and and then I rolled another perception check a little bit later and one of them was missing <laughs> and I was like what the heck so I'm looking around for this kid this kid shows back up it's son and he just appeared next to me which was kind of scary and he said hey I found two tone Tony and I said you found two tone Tony did you like him he didn't like him <laughs> I suppose I didn't ask him <laughs> you might have liked him <laughs> And I said, where? And he goes, right down the street. I can show you. And I said, okay, but we got to get these kids because they're disappearing. I was like equals with this six-year-old kid. I was like, we got to get the other kids. And he was like, I got you. So we get all the kids and we gather them up, including the three dragonborns, because they found another family. So I now have seven kids and we're walking. And... The reason I was excited about Two-Tone Tony is because apparently Mumford had a lot of magical items in his caravan, in his wagon, and, um, what are you, Indy, what are you doing? So he had a lot of magical items in his wagon, and Lily wanted them. We were going to attempt to steal them at night when we were waiting outside the castle gates, but, you know, then fuck off sticks and stuff right. like that. So we didn't. So right now, if the wagon is unattended, perfect. Let's go find it. So I took all the kids to the wagon, which was not unattended. The zombies were outside. Where the, the zombies come from? I told you about the zombies. There was two zombies and a skeletal warrior. <sighs> right. So there was two zombies. There's an elf zombie and a dwarf zombie, which I think I said. And they were like hunched over and whispering together which didn't seem very zombie-ish like it seemed more intelligent than zombies because we'd already met them once and they just mindlessly tried to eat things (laughs) (laughs) including Lily who wanted a selfie with them so (laughs) they what it images that are just going through my head what it came down to was they aggressively hugged her So, uh, yeah, so we were like, that doesn't seem like the same zombies we met before. Um, Jesus. (laughs) That was my dog, for those of you in podcast land. We're still not in the closet. No. For those of you who haven't figured it out yet. We're recording these back to back. (gasps) I wasn't supposed to say that. Wow. You gave away (laughs) our deepest, darkest secrets. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, zombies. So I said, son, you're good at disappearing, which is what I figured out when I couldn't ever find him in the IHOP. (laughs) So he's really good at disappearing. So I said, why don't you go listen to them? I'm back. Donuts are gone. (laughs) 
Um, what was happening? <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> it's because you can hear an echo in your thing, isn't Again. it? Again. <laughs> um, what was happening? Sun. So sun's good at disappearing. And your chair is going to knock everything over. <laughs> so sun is good at disappearing. <laughs> See how many times I can make you say this. Right. <laughs> so I said, why don't you go see what they're talking about? Be sneaky. Right. And he said, what if I get hurt? And I said, you have a dagger. If you feel like you're in danger, stab one and then <laughs> run away. <laughs> I'm teaching my six-year-olds good things. Of course. Stab, stab. <laughs> So if you feel like you're in danger, stab one. I'm a good mom. Um, so he, step one, step two, step three, gone. He disappeared. I have no idea where he went. And uh, then we were still watching. And he's just a regular human child, right? He's a regular human child. We have no idea what's going on. He's like a level zero explorer, nothing. And uh, so... Me and all the children, it was kind of like around a corner. So it's like me at the top and then like a child's head, each one, like each of our heads around the corner, like a little stack. Um, And we're watching. I totally thought you said like a little snack. Yeah, like a little snack. Each of the children. One (laughs) tiny little snack. Well, it's a snack for a land shark. Uh, (laughs) um, Or a two-headed. Or two-headed river salamander. Oh, Stefan. Um... So we're watching and nothing's happening. They're still talking. They're still talking. They're still talking. And then one of them just exploded in blood. It's like blood everywhere. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. And then the other one was like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? Just like that. It was talking. (laughs) These are the undeads, right? Yes, the, the zombies. And I went, huh zombies don't talk and then all of the other children hyped up on sprinkles just just ran into the alleyway and just started attacking the one that was still alive Uh oh all all six that were left they're just attacking so by the time i got over there there was six children attacking two dead not zombies and one child but had taken one of my tridents and was just swinging it around in circles. And he was not quite into the alleyway. So the most damage he did was that he hit an innocent passerby in the head and knocked them unconscious in the end of the alleyway. Okay. Yep. So, so were these not zombies? They were not zombies. The what elf the one was actually not an elf at all. It was like a tree mushroom fungus creature. He was a pretty fun guy. <laughs> um, so when they stabbed him, he exploded into a cloud of like spores. Ew. Yeah. So we made sure all the kids got away from there, except for Bud, who wasn't listening. But he had a plague doctor mask anyway, so it was fine. And then the other one was actually like uh, like a deep level dwarf. And he just had, like, a skin condition. So they both look like zombies. So basically, Mumford had hired them as zombies so people would leave his shit alone. And then we were like, oh, it's zombies, whatever, who cares? And then we killed them. But then they weren't zombies, but whatever, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) 
So the kids were like super proud of themselves. So then I said, okay, we need to figure out how to get into the wagon. The wagon's locked. And son goes, oh, well, there's a secret hatch underneath. And I said, how did, how do you know that? And he goes, oh, I found it. <laughs> I was like, okay. So he tried to sneak up into the hatch underneath while the skeleton warrior was inside. So it got really angry. So I went to the back and I was picking the lock and I picked the lock and then I thought to myself, there's a skeleton warrior in here. I'm not just going to open the door. Then it's going to attack me. So I unlocked the door and I hit it really hard to like agitate it, hoping that it would charge at the doors. And then I ducked out of the way. I did not, however, check to see which way the doors opened. So the doors actually opened inward on this wagon. <laughs> so instead of me agitating it and it busting out the doors and me you being able to attack it. basically the door open. No, I hit the door and it hit the door and then just continued to slam itself into the door that wouldn't open. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't very intelligent because it's just a skeleton. It doesn't have a brain. So... Yeah. And then Two-Tone Tony started to wake up. So I gathered all the children and we ran back to the IHOP. But what about Sun? Because he was still inside, wasn't he? He was peeking through the bottom thing to tell me that she was in there. So he was back. So Two-Tone Tony started to wake up and I said, guys, we're not doing this. (laughs) And we left. So really, we didn't get anything, but we did murder some stuff. So that was cool. (laughs) So we got back to the IHOP. Where's the rest of your party? Um... One flew off on the horse. Oh, Very went with her. Okay. Very was like, oh my gosh, she's going to get arrested. I'm going to go with her. And Zarina was at the Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Fight club. Oh, right. (laughs) So, yeah. So we murdered some stuff. And then skip over to Lily and Very. They were chasing down some urchins. So they found some random person and they were like, where do the urchins hang out? And everybody was like, uh, if we knew, there wouldn't be any urchins. Yeah. And she was like, oh, good point. So then she just like found this random kid and she was like, hey kid, want a tattoo? With her Sharpie. She's claiming a kid? Yeah. She was like, I'll give you this cool tattoo if you tell me where the other urchins are. Because one of them stole my shit. And I'm going to fuck his shit up. And this kid was like, how cool of a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) So she drew some boobs on his arm. (laughs) Boobs on his arm. Yep. And then she named him Titty. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's her kid, right? Now he's her kid. Um, But then he was like, oh, this tattoo's not very cool. And then the other kids were like, But now he's already claimed, so he can't do anything about it. Yep. The dog just licked my toe. (laughs) I was like, what was that face? Stop, Andy. (laughs) I was like, what is happening? Um, Yeah, so he was already named. And so at this point, we thought that if we named something, it basically, like, had to do what we said. But then he was like, wow, this tattoo's shit. And then the other kids were like, yeah, that tattoo's not very cool. And they all just left. And she was like, come back here. And he was like, no. And he just left. And I was like, great. Now you have a claimed child just running around town. And he's so, not listening to her. And he's not listening to her. That's weird. Yeah. So he left and she was like, well, now I don't know what to do. So they ended up finding like, so like flying around and they found this playground and she was like, ah, kids hang out at playgrounds. Let's go down there. And there was a kid there. And so they were still being followed by the guys on carpets. So instead of like landing and trying to talk to this kid, she swooped down 
and grabbed this kid by his hair and swooped back up into the air and then was like Ow. yelling at him. <laughs> yes, it was like yelling at him to tell her where the other urchins were. And he was just like screaming. Well, yeah. So then the guards came and they were like, put that kid down. So she put the kid down. And then they were like, Did what were you doing? Did she swoop back down before yes, she put him she down? Didn't just or drop she him. just let him go in midair? <laughs> All right, if you say so. No, she swooped back down and put him down, and he ran away. And Vary had to bribe the guards to not have them get arrested. Um, <laughs> they didn't find the urchins. And the guards said, well, if they took something of value, you'll probably find it at the fence. <laughs> oh, but they didn't really take any. They took like silver and copper right so like it's not going to be at the fence but they didn't want to tell them what they took because they didn't want to be like they stole a thousand silver from us because then the guards would be like whoa why do you have a thousand silver and then we'd have to be like actually we have like seven thousand silver um that we stole from the next town over after we flooded it right and that didn't seem like a good thing to tell some guards no so yeah, so they told her, or she could get the information that she seeked from the enchanter who lived in the palace, Jafar. <laughs> Please tell me Iago is somewhere. Um, no, he wasn't. Damn. I'm so sorry. I mean, Your DM needs to work is. on that one. He needs to work on Iago? Yeah. No, dude. We can fight Jafar. We can't fight Iago. That guy's crazy. No, like, Iago needs to become one of your minions or something. One of our minions? Yeah. You keep talking like we have minions. We've just adopted children. Minions. Big old softies on the inside. Um, Chaotic. Chaotic softies. (laughs) That's what we should have named this. Chaotic Chaotic softies. softies. (laughs) That sounds really bad. Sounds really inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, yeah, so they were like, ooh, Jafar, okay. So they went off to try to find him. So then cut to Zarina. She was like, huh, look at where all these dragon boards are going. I'm going to follow them. And then they went to a fight club. Now, for those of you that have been paying attention, you'll remember, she has a dead child strapped to her back. (laughs) Oh, that's right. That we draped a blanket over to make it look like a sleeping child. (laughs) When we entered town, because I'm a thinker. Because right? you know the smell isn't going to clue anybody. Oh no, Trina, uh, Trina cast Lily cast a preservation spell. Oh yeah, so it won't decay for 14 days. Does she just recast it every 14 days? I, I don't know. It's only been half a day, or like a day and a half, maybe. Okay. I don't know. It hasn't been that long. We we'll come to that when we come to that. Right. It still hasn't been 14 days from then. Okay. Like still, like where I am right now. Jesus. We were trapped in that hallway for weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you guys have that to look forward to. Weeks and weeks of hallway time. (laughs) Okay. It's way more exciting than it sounds. Actually, I wouldn't know because my character wasn't in that hallway ever. Splitting the party. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Make your DM do more work. The DM didn't do more work. I just saved a city. It's fine. It wasn't even that much work. Um, so she went to the Mutai and she was like, yeah, Fight Club. I love Fight Club. So she just like took Ping off her back, like put her in the corner and was like, this is my kid. She's sleeping. Don't wake her up or I'll kill you. And everybody was like, all right, don't wake that kid up. Don't wake that dead kid up. 
I'm sure these people you were like, sure fucking try. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> Don't wake her up. I'm sure she was like, if you do wake her up, tell me. Because <laughs> I'm fucking running. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. So she went to the Mutai. She was like, I got this because she has a magic horn that heals her. Right. So she gets to the Mutai and she starts to fight. She's like, I'm going to make some money, right? So she starts to fight and we're like trying to give her advice, but we're not there. So we're like trying to give her ghost advice, right? Like Star Wars. Ghost advice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so she gets hit or she hits and almost kills, like almost knocks the other guy unconscious, not killing. It's not fight to the death. Almost knocks the other guy unconscious. And then he hits her and then she hits him again and knocks him unconscious, but then she heals. Okay. So she got disqualified because there's no magic allowed. So everybody's super mad because she used magic. And she's like, no, it's my horn. I can't help it. And they were like, "Uh, then why are you in the fight club? So she basically got banished from the fight club. Luckily, she remembered to grab Ping before they kicked her out. Right. But she found this blue dragon and she was like, ooh, that blue dragon is so cute. So she was like trying to flirt with her and stuff. And she was like, she kind of reminds me of my granny blue. Like she's pretty and she's blue and she's a dragon and I like her. Right. So she was like flirting or whatever. And then Tim, our DM, made Lily be the blue dragon because he wasn't comfortable <laughs> with Serena flirting with him. <laughs> Which to be fair. I wouldn't be either. Um, So we were trying to give her like flirting advice then and it just kind of devolved into a whole thing. And then she kept saying things like, oh, she reminds me of my granny blue and oh, my granny had a ring like that. Right. And me and Very were looking across the living room at each other like time travel question mark. (sighs) Is it granny blue? I don't know. I mean, I know. <laughs> I know. But you're going to make us wait. Like, yeah, sure. Why not? It is. It is Granny Blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we, at this point, were inkling that maybe it was time travel, but we decided to just pass it off. And Lily and Zarita were unaware that this exchange happened so they were like whatever and uh so then after that she decided to take ping's dead body to get cremated and so she she did that and then found out that it was gonna take a long time to get this kid cremated but yeah it's got a preservation spell on it yup <laughs> so um longer than it should have taken and she fell asleep outside of the crematorium crematorium is that what it's called yes wow how did i know that it's kind of because you're creepy yeah i'll take it (laughs) um at this point may have been the first time we decided we needed a what the fuck did we just google channel (laughs) on our on our discord server because we were googling how long it would take to cremate a child you know, stuff that could just have random FBI agents showing up at your house. Yeah. Well, the next week is when we decided to look up child save prices. So I'm sure that would have been worse. So far, I think I can 
sidetrack it. So far, we've looked up, um, I guess this, there will maybe be a tiny bit of spoilers, but it'll be like weird, vague spoilers that you can't understand anyway. So we have, how long does it take to cremate a child? Child slave prices. How to get Sharpie off bones. Would fire make clouds disappear? Uh, goat stats. How long does it take to for a goat to decay? <laughs> how to regain magically lost confidence? Oh, it was how fast does a goat rot? Uh, there's a lot of things. A yeah. lot of uh, black plague symptoms. There's a lot of things that we have Googled. And it's just weird. Well, yeah. So we made a chat about it. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, if you ever Google weird things, let me know. Yeah. (laughs) I'll put them in our chat. Um, So she was waiting outside. We were at an IHOP. And we went to leave the IHOP because we wanted to find a, like, hotel to stay at for the night. Right? Or like an inn, I guess, technically. Except for there's an IHOP, so it could have been a hotel. Who knows? Um, And we found, as we were leaving, this dragonborn woman came up and she said, Oh, you found my children. And I said, Oh, yeah, I did. Um, We were hoping we would run into you. Because I'm not going to be like, Oh, yeah, I was going to steal them. Uh, So we said, Oh, yeah. Uh, I found him. I was hoping we would run into you. And she, oh, I'm very thankful that you found them. We're going to go to this hotel for the night, this inn for the night. And I bonded with these children. I was going to have these children. (laughs) You're like, they're mine now, bitch. So I said, oh, we were going there too. (laughs) We weren't going there. And um, somehow her children and my children, Earbender and Sweet Potato, put on the fake waterwork, started crying, and they convinced her, her, to rent the attic of the inn so that we could all stay together. Well, you have these kids trained. Yeah, right? So we did. That she rented the attic and we ran into Zarina on the way. Um, she heard me singing downstairs in the tavern that was at the bottom of the inn, and so she found us. Um and she came up and I showed the kids how to make hammocks because I'm good at that because I'm a pirate and I made a bunch of hammocks for them and I showed Zarina how to make one so they're kind of hanging all over the attic and the rafters and from the poles and everything and then uh yeah and then we decided we were going to get them dinner and so Dragon Mom went downstairs to get dinner and I washed the kids up Washed them up in my canteen. I was like, yeah, whatever. We have unlimited water. Everybody wash their hands, wash their face. Because, you know, like, they're all covered in blood. <laughs> and the mom <laughs> and didn't tree even. spores. Nope, nothing. So, well, she comes back obviously they can't stay with her. She's not a very good parent. <laughs> she didn't even notice they were covered in blood. Oh, well, when we had gotten her back, the kids were like, we killed a thing. And I was like, your kids have such active imaginations. And she was like, oh, don't I know it? And I was like, just ignore the blood. <laughs> <laughs> so I washed them all up and she came back upstairs and she almost dropped the food. She was so surprised that they were clean. And she said, how did you, how did you wash them up? 
And I said, they just, we just washed them up with water. And she was very visibly upset. The mom approaches me. She's like weird about my wasting of water. Mm -hmm. And then she, as I'm going down to sing at the tavern, she approaches me on the stairwell and is like, I, so I heard that you buy and sell children. And I was like, I do not. (laughs) And she basically was like, I want you to buy my children. And I was like, no, what? I've already kidnapped them. Why would I buy them? (laughs) Right. I want to steal them. And uh, she like did this whole story about how she wasn't going to be caring for them. And obviously they got their first blood with me and that was important. And I was like, oh shit, she did notice they were covered in blood. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so she basically it started as like a sob story. Like they'll be better off with you. And I was like, I don't buy and sell children. I don't want to be a child trafficker. And so then it turned into she was going to tell the guards that I was a child trafficker if I didn't pay her for her children. Like, yeah. So she I said, what I don't buy and sell children. Like, I don't know what you want. And she said, well, what are you going to give me? Like those children, the gems in my eye. And I was like, well, what if I give you one priceless gem per child? And she was like, how do I know you have a priceless gem? And I said, I have three. And I pulled one out for her to look at. And then I was like, bam, charisma. And she said, wow, this is a priceless gem. 18 with a plus seven. Thank you. <laughs> were they really priceless gems? No, they were the ones I got out of the belly of the land shark. Oh, <laughs> but this town already knows and has probably plenty of. Oh yeah, totally. It was like gross, muddy brown gems that were imperfect. And right. Whatever. I had brought them to a jeweler previously and he was like, yeah, whatever. I'll give you like 20 gold points. <laughs> so, you know, um, So I pulled one out and she was like, wow, this is priceless. And I said, yeah, I'll give you one for each child because I have like eight. (laughs) Whatever. So I gave her three gems and then she just disappeared into the night. Never saw her again. Literally never saw her again. Hmm. Yep. So I went back upstairs and we went to sleep. So that was the sprinkles and murder spree. Sprinkles and murder sprees. So now what's on the next? What's the next? Um, the next what do we got to is, look forward to? The next one is kind of a Lily and Very adventure. They uh, meet a guy from the future and they blow him up and yeah. All right. Blowing up the castle. Blowing up the castle. Blowing up the castle. The castle belongs to Prince Ali and Princess Jasmine, in case you were wondering. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we meet Jafar. And you meet Jafar. Yeah. Blowing up the castle. And trying to decide if Jafar's a bad guy. Well, you guys are bad guys, so obviously to so you he's a good to guy. Find out if he's a good guy. Right. <laughs> We're not bad guys. We're just chaotic. You're just drawn that way. Yeah. I've already made that joke this podcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, blowing up the castle and random sneezes random in the background. Sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, that's what you got to look forward to next time. I'm Bert. And Courtney. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook at Chaotic Useless Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or other podcasting services. So you have to like mix it with something else, like a different flavor. So I was mixing like citrus vodka with like Sprite and then a different flavored vodka to get it like an extra flavor. And then I ran out of other flavored vodka. And then I ran out of ice. So, ingenuity. I took a freezy pop and I broke it up and I put it in a cup like ice cubes. And then I poured citrus vodka over it. And then I poured Sprite over that. Bam! Calling it a lightsaber. Thank God I just recorded all that. That's totally <laughs> going to be an outro right there. Look, I'll show you. Bam! Look at that and tell me it doesn't look like a fucking lightsaber. They do. Yeah, and then I was serving them, so I was just giving people cups with three easy pops in them. That's awesome. Yeah. You're going to put my drinking escapades in an outro? Yep. All right. Whatever. I don't got no qualms. <laughs>